Welcome back to Fregophilia, everyone. We are glad to be back. I am Jeff. This is Jane. We hope that everyone enjoyed our first installment of the Frager Files. That was a really fun experience. Um, thanks to Aesop and shout out to Rebecca for sending us all those scents and letting us truly explore it and express our, our real opinions of each of them. And uh, it was kind of cool to receive some responses. We've had uh, a lot of people DM us and send emails about some of their favorites, some that... Uh, they didn't agree with our assessments, but uh, preferred others. I don't know. It, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, but it was really cool to hear from everybody is ultimately what I'm saying. And we got somebody else on Team Gloam, which made me incredibly yes. happy. There was uh, even uh, someone who wrote in that of all of the ones they tried out, their favorite was Omeron. So Ornon? Ornon, sorry. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of cool. So it just it goes to show takes all kind takes all types everybody has their own preferences and it's just a it was a really fun experience and we're looking forward to doing more in the near future yeah and if you guys have like a brand that you'd like us to take a tour of and give our thoughts on or a topic that you think we should go deep in please do let us know we love hearing from you guys and really appreciate the feedback and uh we're not going to tell you who our next one is but we're already kind of going through our planning stages and oh, i'm really excited we had samples arrive today we were very excited about yes and um so what's been going on let's just kind of go through our weeks it's been a couple weeks since we recorded yeah why does this week feel so weird i guess life's been kind of crazy with henry getting his first teeth yes they are <laughs> slowly well they were slowly coming in now they're quickly coming in yeah they're so. like breaking through his gums so it's kind of been a little tense around our house yeah but he's hanging in there you know it's got to be tough he's so All brave he's so brave. we're going through. into parents mode <laughs> this is the henry podcast <laughs> um speaking of henry and being around the house jane uh, listeners jane has a thing where um sometimes in the morning like when you're groggy and waking up she will go to the perfume cabinet and spray something on, and it is always the absolute hardest-hitting fragrance you can find. It's, it's always something that's kind of challenging and certainly wakes my ass up. <laughs> you don't like Oud Palau first thing in the morning? That one, uh, you know, it's Amber Kiso. That was you... like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. Seriously, that actually, I, I instantly regretted it, and I have been dealing with the aftermath of that morning decision to put on two sprays of amber key so i haven't been able to wash it out of my cardigan my mom cardigan that i throw in the washer um it's on like blankets it's it peaks it just shows up somewhere every now and then and it's been like three weeks and again this is amber Kiso by dias and durga which can sometimes smell like fire and tires and tires on fire and band-aids and bubble gum yeah and sawdust and it is it it hits hard it really is it's uh you know times times 10 strength wise on on all levels yeah i'd say stage five clinger yeah <laughs> but you know i put it on because um fliss from les odorants she was singing its praises yes which made me so happy to hear because i i love it as strong as it is you know yeah we're there's big a reason fans. it's in our collection of Fliss, and we're even bigger fans of Amber Kiso, and but it's one that you just don't really ever I hear anybody Fliss talk about. I choose Fliss over Amber Kiso. Sorry. Oh wow. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's a delight. Um, but anyway, so that had you kind of thinking about 
maybe some lighter scents in the collection for those type of moments. Yeah, I mean, I, I wake up excited to smell things. So in, you know, my hurry to assault my senses with beautiful smells, sometimes I go for something that's a little heavy handed. But, um, you know, I think we've mentioned this before, like the deeper and deeper we get into fragrance. The amazing thing about it is that my nose picks up on more subtle scents for much longer. Yeah. Like I can smell an eau de toilette or a softer scent for many more hours than I used to when I first started out getting into fragrance, which is amazing. So I've kind of been thinking like it would be nice so I don't like bomb out our, our house with intense fragrances. Yeah. Um, some maybe like um, lighter scents or eau de toilettes. And I have been thinking about maybe some of Gutal Harris's EDTs. You've been wanting to get into Gutal for a while anyway. Yeah, well, we have Eau de Hadrian and Bois de Hadrian. Guys, yeah. sorry, French pronunciation. You know it's it's never going to happen for me. Um, but I was kind of like poking around on what's on FragranceNet and their website. Their website's actually super lovely. And I was thinking about maybe, um, I think it's Le Chevre Foil. I, man, you guys are going to seriously roast my pronunciation. but We'll allow it. Yeah, uh, it's their honeysuckle, pedigree, and narcissus scent, which sounds so lovely. And, and I love the romantic notion of a honeysuckle scent. And then there's also La Violette, which I actually do have a sample of, and I've really enjoyed. Yeah, that it's, is really nice. Yeah, a very straightforward, um, light, irisy, purple, violet scent. Plus, it's a Nicotal, so there's like just a... Kind of like iconic niche fragrance. She's for the girls. Yeah. And but I am a girl. I kinda I kinda love the bottles. Yeah, they're very like uh Marie Even Antoinette, the old ones. very coquettish. I see. Yeah, people... the older ones are the best ones. Yeah. I, 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 I do can, like the new ones. I like though. the new ones yeah, too. They're they are good. I think they they look really the it, EDTs come in different bottles than the EDPs. I think some people are gonna recommend Au Papier by Diptyque and some of Diptyques. No, sorry. No. Eh. Do you like any of their eau de toilettes? Oh, for sure. Just yeah. not that one. Yeah. Um, it never really did much for me. Um, oh, what's the one that I've been liking? Oline? Is it Oline? I think that's their honeysuckle yeah. scent. I've been into that lately. That I have to say that's somewhat strong. Um, yeah, I could go for the O Rose EDT. I don't know. I'm going to have to do some poking around. See, I that's where I think... When I lean towards colognes, those are my kind of like morning scents. Uh, I wore Sunday cologne last night, and I just, I love that. I mean, it's a little meteor um, for a little while. It doesn't have a huge lasting power, but those kind of like fret, that to me, that's like a morning scent, a good kind of, you get a little citrus, you get a little scratchy woodiness to it, and it just kind of stays on you. It's close. It's not a big scent, but I love stuff like that. So That smelled so good last night. Yeah. I've always wanted to, I can't think of the name of it. It's the Aqua de Parma kind of classic uh, colonial. I think I've, it's Colonia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've That's never in, smelled. Well, I guess we have them at Neiman's and I've yeah, maybe we go sniffed them a few times. We've never gone deep on Aqua de Parma. I always, I, I'll go check it out every now and then. And that, to me, that, that would be a great kind of light morning scent. But uh, another thing that uh, we've been speaking of scents around the house, we've been burning a lot of candles. Yeah, it's candle season. Yeah, it is candle season. And um, ones like Byredo Symphonique, which 
I don't know if I necessarily liked originally. It was a Christmas present I bought for you yeah, last why, year. Yeah, why did you pick that one for me? Did I say that I liked yeah, it? Yeah, you've mentioned, okay. when you, I think when you went and picked up my Christmas present, you know, because I'm a Byredo boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you bought Cellier, yes. I think, last year. You had mentioned that. And while we were out doing our personal Christmas shopping, I snuck in and, and bought that for you. And it was just kind of... Because I had just bought Alter for us in general mm -hmm. recently. So I was really into that mode, which Alter, to me, smells a little bit like mink by Byredo. And it's kind of scratchy and woody and musky. To me, so it smells like the Poudre Tas by, yeah. by um, Marlou. Marlou Paris, yes. So it's kind of in that headspace. But you've been burning Symphonique recently, and I don't know, it's kind of like cozy and boozy, and I don't know, I love it. It's uh, heavy on the clove. Yes. And there's beeswax and some woods. So it feels very Christmassy to me, like a mulled wine type of scent. Yeah. And uh, Rotano is one we've been burning a lot by Mezzandetto. So that's a kind of a leathery, woody. That's, I love that. And it's almost like there's like a touch of like black currant in there too. Do you pick up on that? I do, but it is one of those scents that fills your house, but it's never overpowering. Like there's, to me, it's, it, it feels like it's always working around the edges of the room mm -hmm. rather than like taking over the room. But it, it mirrors perfectly the actual perfume as well. The perfume smells just like it. So if you love Rotana the fragrance, or if you want one of those fragrance candle combos where they do match, that's, uh, that's a great one. Um, I will also say to recommend a candle, I was just burning it before we started this podcast, Bow by Lise. Yes. The most delicious woodsy vanilla. And it's honestly, I love it as a fragrance to wear, but as a candle, it may be doing its best work. Yeah. I mean, again, to me, that, that's another one. It smells just like the fragrance. But yeah, now that you say that, now, I will say that bow is to me one of my number one travel scents. Mm -hmm. So wearing it as a fragrance this week, I. Uh, because I went back home to visit my family for a couple days. That's why this week feels weird. I was trying oh, to think, like, right. like yeah. what was different about this week? You were out of town. Duh. Yeah, and we rarely travel separately. It's been a while. And, um, and so I went by myself to see my family and carried a couple scents with me as normal. And Bo is just one of those. To me, it's, you can wear that on a plane. You can wear it visiting your family. And because I quickly learned when I was staying with my brother at my brother's house with his wife and um, my nieces are over there quite a bit. When you're in a house that doesn't have a lot of fragrance going on and then you spray on something <laughs> and then like. Jeff Dashley walks in the then door. Jeff Dashley comes in. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to put on baby cat and, you know, probably one or two extra sprays just because I love it. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, geez. I'm wearing a lot of fragrance in a fragrance-free zone. And it's Watch like, out, Indiana. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. But Bo was the other one I was wearing a lot. And it's just, it's, it was colder up there and it's woodier and you know, the leaves are turning. And then you have the Bo by Lee's and it's just, mm, I love it. It's when Harry met Sally vibes for sure. What do you normally, what do you, do you wear much when you're traveling? Like, I don't know. You know what always happens is I always forget to pack fragrance samples lately because I'm always dealing with like pumping stuff, yeah, baby stuff, and so I always have like some freaking 
Maison Francis Kirktune yes. samples kicking around, Buried in your kicking around luggage. my makeup bag. Like they're always there. I don't know yeah. how. Like they keep repopulating. Yeah, because you've been wearing that Oud Satin Mood sample yeah. that is what two milliliters, and you've had it for like six years, and you've worn it countless or times. Or what's that and... awful vanilla one from them that I hate? I always am like, oh. give this another try, and I end up hating it. Oh God, what is that? It's the Gentle Fluidity Gold. Yeah. Oh hate, yeah. Hate it. Yeah. Hate I it so like much, but I always am like, you know. Let me just hear her out one more time, and, and I always regret it. So I need to I need to be a more careful packer. I'm I'm just not as type A as you, so I can't I don't prepare that way. I live with the with the consequences of my messiness. Yeah, I I, I don't like to I don't like surprises in that regard. So I want to have all my bases covered. I am a I'm a very neurotic packer. I pack heavy, as you know. <laughs> Most of the time, my luggage is the is the larger. And I always have backup shoes, and yeah, it's a mess. But hey, I'm always prepared. Yeah. Except for that one time in Paris when I had to go buy some boxers at at Zara, and they had these like really shiny stars on yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> I kept putting dollar bills in them. <laughs> Man, European people in underwear. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know what uh, they do. Maybe they're all wearing little tight panties with gold stars on them underneath. Well, I certainly was for two days. So <laughs> I think I have them and I wear them now. Yeah. The other fragrance I did carry with me and I reacquainted myself was Coromandel by Chanel. And I forgot how much I really, really like this fragrance. And I think it may fit into a candidate for my Christmas wish list. I loved smelling it on you, and I am also extremely fond of it. I know you, yeah, you've been a fan since you smelled it, and, and it's just one that I was always paying attention to some other ones, a part of that line, mm-hmm. and, but wearing it is just like, oh, wow, and I, and I think it's kind of hitting a lot of what we're wearing right now, these kind of ambers that have a little bit of sweetness, but also some nice woodiness. And, it's a super patchouli. Yeah, so, and it, it, as it dries down... It gets a little sheep style, you know, mm-hmm. it gets a little classic powdery patchouli. And I really, really dig that. Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's just like the, the amber is so fuzzy in it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of addictive. And when you think, because you had asked the other day, what we have a lot of, a lot of stuff coming up. We have our anniversary, which just happened the other day. And then we have the holidays and our birthdays and, you know, just kind of the special gift season, gift giving season that we're all going into. What would be on my list? And I had to really think about it. And that would certainly be one. I think that when it comes to that kind of stuff with gift giving around this time of year, I always want to either go big on something that, you know, is like, bam, this is like something I wouldn't necessarily buy for myself or I know you wouldn't buy for yourself, so you got to go in or something that just really like surprises you. And um, so I think number one on my list is Strange Love, either Melt My Heart or Lost in Flowers because you can't get any bigger than those. I mean, you can, but. No, I think that's, that's amazing. That's such a special gift to receive or give. Um, and also like you, I didn't know this, but I guess they do have 50 mLs that are still redonkulous expensive. 15? Oh, they have 15? They have 15, 30, and 50, I think. Oh, I wonder how much the 30 is. They're like 400. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like three, three something or 400, I don't know. It's insane. Yeah. 
It's, it is insane. Um, the 15 mLs, I think, are 200. Like okay. one five. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect Santa to be coming down the chimney smelling like oud or anything, but you know, <laughs> if I were to make a list, I guess I would, I would, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what would be on yours? Just kind of the ones that have been bouncing around my head lately. You know, I want something that I wouldn't normally buy for myself. Or like from a brand that feels special occasion, mm-hmm. or I just like to be completely surprised. I think you and I talked about this that, you know, almost don't get me anything that I'm about to mention because I would, it would feel more special for it to be a complete surprise to me. Maybe a fragrance I've never heard about or smelled before. I trust your taste. So I think that would be for me much more exciting. Just maybe to give you a nudge in the right direction, I was thinking about um, Papillon Artisan Perfumery. Yeah. Been thinking a lot about that. While you were gone, I wore Salome. And, you know, it's, it's been on the want list for a while. And I think that uh, as somebody who loves those kind of skanky fragrances or vintage style fragrances, I'd be thrilled with Salome, Anubis, Bengal Rouge. I've really enjoyed every single one that I've tried. Yeah, Dryad. I mean, you know, Dryad. I was like, okay, on. Yeah, I so, guess so. jot that it down. Is, it is. It's it's so dry. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. Um. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite one, but I did. I do like Anubis a yeah, lot Anubis as well. Anubis is really good. Anubis is really good, but I, you know, Salome is kind of like. We love Mabet by Eris. Mm-hmm. We love the Marlucents. We love. Um, all of our kind of skanky animalics, we really enjoy them. So that's definitely one. I also thought, like, if you're going to get me a Frederick Mall, this would be the time. Yeah. Jeff's birthday is December 17th, and mine is the 23rd. So our birthdays are so close. So you're saying which one by Frederick Mall? Um, here's, here's my request. I want it to be a little bit out of the left field. Mm-hmm. I like Lo de Ver. Oh, yeah, God. It's beautiful. That, isn't that the weird, like, um, heliotrope, pedigrain, watery wheat scent? I think so. I don't know what's in it, but when we go to the counter and try Frederick Malls, that is always one we both kind of walk away with thinking, oh, that is so nice. It's yeah. such a pleasant, easy, it's not heavy, it's just really just pleasant to wear. And it's not like anything in our collection. Right. Um, I could also, I would also be thrilled with Un Rose or Rose Tonnerre. I'm not sure I completely understand what happened there. If, if they, they, they're selling it now as Rose Tonnerre. Yeah, I think there was like something that's no longer allowed and that was used in Ifra or something like that. Okay. So they had the, so they just reformulated and changed the name. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. I also want to say that like we said we weren't that impressed with Heaven Can Wait when we first smelled it. We went back. Tried it, yeah, and I was extremely impressed by it. I had a completely different experience. So you know, Frederick Mall, I I trust the experience. I think if you could pick a pick a weirdo from Frederick Mall, I'm I'm gonna be happy. I'm a little surprised at what's not being mentioned here. What? You're a portrait of a lady. No, I don't want portrait of a lady. Uh, not I at thought all. Thought about it. No. Yeah. You know, it's just. I've been a little rose heavy, mm-hmm. and I think I'll come back around to wanting Portrait of a Lady, but that would be not on my wish list right now. I almost want to spray it just to see if it okay. turns any Go for it. For okay, you. pause it and get it out. All right. Okay. 
pulled the sample. You just sprayed it on your arm. Okay. How are we feeling? I'm having my portrait of a lady experience. I can smell it. In you know, my it's room. just I know it so well at this yeah. point. You know, I, I I feel like I almost already Ooh. have developed my relationship with it so much because I've I've gone through so many samples of it. So it would be like it'd be nice to have, and I'd wear it. But you know, I enjoy getting to know a stranger more at this point. You know. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. And you really do like Rose Tenere a lot. I, Every... I do prefer Un Rose. I do. And you already have kind of uh, what's a, what's the diptyque? That's the rose. Oh, Capital. Oh, you know, I don't think it, it they... compares really, but I feel like I've said this before. Oh, Capital by Diptyque is a more wearable everyday version. So I live a casual lifestyle. The last time I wore a portrait of a lady was at the art opening that I did with Tractor Beam, mm -hmm. and that was an appropriate special occasion to wear it. Yeah. I don't have things like that come up in my life very often. I mean, I'm, the reality is I'm at home painting with a baby all the time. I can't justify a fragrance as big, bold, huge as Portrait of a Lady. You know what I mean? And like, I understand if you love something, wear it wherever, wear it to the grocery store. However, you know, Portrait of a Lady crowds me out. You know? It really does. It is. Yeah. And I mean, we've had this sample for a while and it's, I believe is the same sample that you wore. Or Probably. used that that night, so Probably. it's like possibly. It looks. I, I feel like there's still enough in there. If you wanted to get a full wear out of it or two, we probably have it. I will say, so. all this being said, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's 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 such a. It's a big gun for a reason, and you yeah. can smell it over here. You, it, the, every little nuance, every little nook and cranny is filled. It's such an amazing fragrance, but yeah, there's a little bit of you know. That's an old jam. Let's my get, mom, my mom used jams. to wear it too. She wore it for like a year or two and people would chase her down. Like, yeah. what are you wearing? What are you wearing? But it's also like, not that I wouldn't wear a fragrance that my mother wore. She has great taste in fragrance. No, she has great, but yeah. like, it's also like, you know, maybe Portrait of a Lady is for her and Rose is for me. There you go. Another one on Passant. That's another one. That's oh, a, I didn't even think yeah. of that. Yeah, that's a good one. But this is yeah. your list. Any others? Um, I also wildcard um Brockus. I've mentioned oh. this before. I don't know it. I mean, it's such a classic. It's like referenced all the time. I haven't even smelled it, but enough people that I'm close with and I trust their perfume taste are like, oh yeah, like it lives up to everything. You know, it's just a reference point that I think would be good for us to have, and um, it's pricey. So that is would be it? yeah, it is. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Also, uh, one more, one more. Have you smelled this or had much experience with it? The Viole Nere from Mio Fushioni. I wore it when we first got this discovery kit. Okay. Because I was so curious. It's new and, and I love kind of violet fragrances, especially right now. Um, but you've worn it a couple of times and I know that you really like it. So I've, I know that you've worn it and I've asked you like, oh, what are you wearing? That smells really nice. So I'm, I'm very intrigued, but I'm having my own little Mio world. Oh, I know. And, you're, I mean, you're into your narcotico. Man, that is so good. And then, of course, we have Odor 93, but that's, you know, jumping ahead here. So, yeah. But, again, he's one of those houses that I feel like he's he has, like, a good five to six solid good ones. Yeah. So that that would be on the list. I'm I'm really crushing hard on it, and I hope that you wear it this week. Okay. I want I want oh, you to know. Oh, I didn't know. know you were uh, you were 
holding off on, I don't know, waiting to see how I felt about it. Yeah, I don't want to use up the whole sample. So make sure you get some time with it. And, um, oh, I also have one more to mention. Yes. While we're talking about Chanel Lillion. Oh, yes. We, that might be on my list too. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I think that like the Chanel's, that, that's a perfect, you know, that's just a perfect Christmas holiday gift. Get a bottle of like the, the exclusive collection of Chanel. Yeah. What's better than unwrapping Chanel? On yeah. That, that's, that's, yeah. But that is such a good fragrance. You see, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say that we went back to Neiman Marcus and we tried that. We both wore it and it was kind of the stunner of that day yeah. at Neiman Marcus. I, I do like Boy Chanel as well, but here's another one yes. kind of in the same category that I always forget, and I truly love this because I, I the way they, they're displayed in the Neiman's that we go to, and I think the only place that carries them near where we are, is um, Armani Privé's collection and that Bois d'Incense. Oh, I love that. It's so peppery. It's so fiery I didn't woody. know you liked that so much. I really, really like that scent. Um, I, I should have got, I almost bought a decant of it recently while we were getting some of our fragrances for our big vanilla showdown and I didn't and I'm regretting it because that is, to me, it's kind of like, you know how I love Herrera's 212. That was a, that was a signature fragrance for me in the 2000s and the only problem with it is, is its longevity is crap. I mean, it's just terrible longevity, but it's peppery and it's woody. It's very... Yeah, you know, that kind of Comme de Garçon, Wonderwood style fragrance, but Wad and Sins by Armani Privé is so, it's so much bigger and so much, ah, I love that fragrance. It'll last forever. And uh, so. If I'm remembering, it was heavy dose of black pepper. Yeah, very cedar and black pepper. It's just, it's, it's heavy duty. And uh, it's such a beautiful fragrance to me. So Noted. There you go. And then, of course, I'm a Byredo boy, so there has to be at least one. And before it was Animal League, and I love, is it Uda Mortel? I love oh, yeah. that. It's, yeah. That's not it. And I always talk about inflorescence. Those are kind of my big ones. But I was kind of that same day that we fell for Le Leon, Rouge Chaotique. You're crazy. I loved it. It was on my arm, and so we're driving home, and the air conditioner is kind of blowing where my arm is holding the steering wheel, and it just kept hitting me the whole ride home. And it's like, damn, I do like this one. Didn't think much of it at first, but now I just really like it. So it was intense. It'd be neither. it was quite gourmand too, right? Yeah, I mean, you get the oud. It has that kind of just familiar, especially with the extrates that kind or the. Uh, Night Vale's collection yeah. where they have that kind of like fruity note that kind of just stays throughout the ex- mm-hmm. entire experience. But I don't know. I dig it. So be at the bottom of that Christmas list, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. You know, I I wore it too that day and it was it was a pleasant kick to the face. Yeah. But I think Leon's probably still the winner of that day. Oh, yeah. It's the reason why I see all the you know, people that we like are always showing off lately on so i know that tiago loves it so that's the that's the only approval i need yeah we love tiago great taste what are your sense of the week okay so for my sense of the week this week i wore gloam by Aesop again this is 
quickly becoming like a second skin to me. It's these soft, musky white florals laced with licorice and like a furniture varnish note. And it also has this really hefty dose of cumin that smells very sensual, a little bit skanky, and kind of just pleasantly dirty. And um, I hope I can get more people to check out Gloam. I may not be selling it the right way, but it's, it's quickly becoming just a personal favorite due to its quirkiness. You know you're wearing it a lot when it, it is truly becoming a second skin because earlier today I hugged you because, you know, we love each other. And um, I was like, oh, what are you wearing? You're like, oh, I haven't put anything on. But it's just kind of like part of your essence now. <laughs> so it's, you're like, oh, I, you know, I did, I did put Gloam on like earlier, earlier today. And it's like it was still with you through all the painting, through all the Henry care, throughout all the day. Yeah. So... What else? Oh, um, Pure Lux by oh. Chapel Factory. Who is the owner of Chapel Factory again? Can you remember off the top of your head? It's Anais Biguin. Okay, Something yeah, yeah. To that extent, yeah. Anais. Anais, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. We're from Texas, whatever. <laughs> we love this one. Jeff got this. Did you blind buy it or did you have a sample? No, we sampled it, uh, the line quite a bit. There's there's quite a few of them that I, I do like, but this was the one we kind of went with at the time. Yeah, and this is just that kind of lofty white musk and sandalwood with lots of embroxen. It's inspired by, you know, a celestial light from heaven, and it definitely feels like that. I think the official note list is pepper, amber, sandalwood, cedar, jasmine, white musk, embroxen, and patchouli, but I'm telling you, it feels like a cloud to wear. It's, it is. It's it's very light and breezy and ethereal. It's beautiful. Yeah, and I kind of wore that as an antidote. You know, it's late October here. I got a little excited about busting out all my fall ambers and my heavy hitters, and I went too hard on them. So now I'm <laughs> dialing it back, and Pure Lux was a nice, very light scent to wear to contrast with all the heavy, intense patchoulis and ambers I've been wearing. Um, but going back to those heavy ambers, I've also been wearing... Paula by Zenu, which we were gifted by Scout Dixon West. Amazing TikToker. Follow her. I love the way she talks about fragrance. She's hilarious too. Yes. But I guess she used to work at a fragrance store and she had this bottle of Copala that was missing its cap. And she's like, well, I heard you guys like this. I'll, I'll send it to you, which was so nice of her. And we have been enjoying it so much because I know you've been wearing this too. Yes. That is our crossover scent. We always have one of our fragrances we're wearing that we kind of cross over on and it's just it's so bright at the top for that type of ambery kind of sweet scent i mean it reminds me of like an amber by cherubom or i don't know even to an extent like coromandel at some uh in some spaces but the the kapala uh kapala is that how you say it yeah that's how i'm gonna say it i mean we've talked about it before you used it originally um, in, in the game and episode like six. Yeah, or something and you lost like your that. mind. I did. <laughs> I, and I will requote myself and say that if you had to pick out a fragrance in it, it, its profile, be my ideal fragrance, it would be that one because it's just, it has all, it has woods, it has kind of resins, it's sweet, but it's peppery up at the top. And ah, I love that fragrance. The vanilla is quality. It is, I mean, it's, and it lingers on you in, in a nice way. It's not always big. It's not always projecting. It's not a beast mode or whatever, but it's there. 
and it's it stays with you for a, a long period of time. And I loved it when you were wearing it because you'd walk by my desk and I just and then I would just spray it on top of whatever I'd wear because it would inspire me to wear that one. So, oh, that's a good one. It has been an amazing la layering fragrance. I'm glad you brought that up. I've kind of been piling it on with everything. Yeah, I mean, it just it. It lends itself well because, yeah, it's kind of thick and dense with the amber, but that kind of bright pink pepper and and just opening kind of works well with other woods, works well with uh, patchoulis. It's really nice. So, oh. uh, And as I mentioned earlier, for my sense of the week, not only that, but Sunday cologne, which is normally to me a spring-summer scent, but I don't know. Wearing it at night. It was 90 degrees today. <laughs> that's true. But uh, I wore it uh, as, a, as kind of almost like a bedtime scent. And for after my evening shower, just spraying that on. And it just adds a certain freshness. But it has, I've mentioned it on here before. And I've mentioned it on like TikTok. It has this through line that a handful of Byredo fragrances have. Where it's like the star anise. It has almost kind of like this scratchy cumin cedar note it shows up in mink it shows up in like inflorescence it just kind of is always there it's like a little electric shock on the edges of the the scent that, that is otherwise pretty clean pretty just subtle but it just has that and i find that extremely addictive that once I spray it on me, I just want to keep smelling it and reapplying it which you have to because it does kind of fade after a couple hours um, but I just, that is, a that's a, becoming an all-timer for me. And then my other big one was Odor 90, talk about addictive sense. Odor 93 by Mayo Fuciani is kind of a, it's such a weirdo. It's so pleasant to wear. It hits kind of every category to me because it is spicy and musky up top you have a uh, like cumin and clove and you you feel both of them they both hit you but then you go to the middle and it's all like these big florals it's and then you, wild and then you spend a little time in tobacco town and then you <laughs> <laughs> then you head to like the woods and it gets a little bit of vanilla and there's oud and vetiver and it has all of these different notes and it never gets out of control it never becomes overwhelming it's just, is it overwhelming? In a, in a way that I love. Okay. I mean, we're freaks. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I, I did throw it on like, I think I was getting ready to go somewhere. And I did feel a little self-conscious because it was just like pumping. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it kind of goes in and out. Just when you think, oh God, this cumin and clove is getting kind of, kind of heavy. Then it just goes into the florals, and it's like, oh, no, that's nice. It smells nice. And then it gets a little bit of the patchouli, and it's like, oh, okay, all right. But I could see where it could be strong, but I don't know. I love it. The tuberose and the narcissus are kind of like you've plucked them, you put them on the ground, and the next day you trot over them with a pair of leather boots. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's a good description. Yeah, there's a little bit of, like, flower rot. That I love. There is. There's also a weird kind of like um, muscle rub mentholation to it. I see it. Yeah. I see you it. know, so if you like pull a muscle, throw on a little odor 93, might cool it down a little bit. Shaq may do a commercial for it for like his <laughs> lower back. Can I tell you something about odor 93? 
Yes. When you got it, I had a wild hair to read Flowers in the Attic for the first time by V.C. Yes. Andrews. I've never read it. Like my best friend in high school was obsessed with it. And I love like gothic books. Um, I've never read any V.C. Andrews. And I started reading that, which was it's so insane to me. I kind of got deep in the V.C. Andrews world. Because <laughs> did you know she was like a lifelong virgin? Well, it was no. like the psychological profile of her is, is fascinating to me. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about her like what a wonderful creative. No shame. Absolutely not. She was such an uh, artistically embodied person. She is a fascinating person to me as an artist. I think that she truly was living her best life, had the highest achievement anyone with her dream could have had. She had such a vision. Um, but just thinking about her weird little fucked up, sexually repressed gothic world, I'm like, this is Odor 93. It's the V.C. Andrews scent. Wow. Okay. I think if the flowers in the attic were the tuberose and narcissists in Odor 93. I like that. I think he would like that. I will say this. When we he... started Mio Fushiana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, what's nice is since we've been kind of talking about them a little bit, the line, we get a lot of DMs about it. And someone, and I can't remember who, so forgive me, but they wrote that you can really t enjoy his sense because he, not only are they amazingly well-crafted, but you can, you know, it has that kind of like grandma's little bit of love and in, ingredient in there or something. I don't know. It's just like they, they are truly made with a certain type of passion and care, and you get it. You really do. And um, I don't know. I really enjoy wearing the scents and going through the discovery set is really cool. So, but Odor 93, we have a full bottle of, thanks to Helm. Um, and I couldn't stop wearing it. I probably wore that more than anything else last week, last two weeks. And you wore Narcotico a lot from the sample yeah. set. Yeah. We're going through the sample set really slow because, as you said, they're such special scents. You have to take time to digest and enjoy them. Yeah. But we don't Nar want to rush. Yeah, Narcotico's good. Yeah. I should have, you know. I should have put that as part of the game tonight, just because I wanted to get your thoughts on it. But, oh, you uh, should have. Yeah, but wear it anyway, and let me know, because that might be, I know you have uh, Violinari as your next on the list on that, but Narcotico is definitely mine. And speaking of the game, should we just get to it? Let's get to it. Let's do it. I have just sprayed Jane's first scent, so what are your initial thoughts? This is a pleasant little citrusy cologne. Mm -hmm. feels like uh, something that you would pull out and love. You love your little fresh colognes. It's so light. Yeah. Is there anything floral in here? There is. Uh, there are only three listed notes. And I will say the perfumer is Jan Vasnier. Okay, I don't know who that is. He did your Sixth Sense fragrance that you love. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what temperature is this fragrance? It's a dewy 60 degrees. Uh, the colors I'm seeing are a bright Kelly green and a light lemon yellow. Uh, this, who do I envision wearing this? You. This smells like a Jeff scent all day long. However, this also smells like it could be the kind of light scent that I'm looking for. Something I... to perk me up in the morning. 
Is there like... Can I add something? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 please. While you're especially in the flow of thoughts. But it's one of those things right now, and, and I'm sure this will change a little bit as it goes, that I smell it more over here and around than I do when I directly smell the spritzer or when I sprayed it direct like smelling it directly I smell it less than I, I do right now I can see that like Does it's that very it's very diffusive like it is everywhere right now and it smells amazing and you're right it's probably more my style but wow it also is it's kind of starting to warm up too mm-hmm. like there's some maybe warm ambery or woody notes in there it's not as dewy as it was at first uh this feels very modern uh very romantic um definitely not so modern that it's like a new niche release. It's not trying to be weird or subversive at all. Can I see the 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 paper? Did you? Yeah. Is this it? It is. Wow, I'm really liking that. Okay, tell me about it. So there's not much to tell you. There's three notes. It, it was released in 2019. Grapefruit, mandarin, orange, and jasmine sandbox. Hmm. And you really get it has a little bit of what I'm talking about when I uh, just spoke about Sunday cologne or yes. inflorescence, especially more inflorescence than anything, because it's so citrusy. But there's so much jasmine. Isn't there grapefruit in Sunday cologne? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. But wow, that has a lot of jasmine going on there. Hmm. That could definitely be a contender for my kind of light perk me up in the morning sense. Who is this? Um, well, it's Trudon. Oh, yeah. We've had such a wonderful experience with this line. Jeff got like four samples, and the two that we tried just blew us away. And it's Medi, Medi. Can you spell that for me? M E D I E. Okay. It's one that I just received today, so you haven't had a chance to. To get your nose on it just yet. Gorge. Oh, my God. We, it is, yeah. We've had such good experiences with this line. That rose scent, it's like a rose and ivy one that I tried. Oh, I know. Oh, my yeah. God. That was breathtaking. Like, I could not stop smelling myself. I actually forgot about that for my Christmas list. Like, that was one that I could really go for. There were, yeah, all this. It was just kind of, I've seen, like, Sir Candleman talk about them. And a couple other people mentioned the Trudon scents because... The candles are so well regarded and awesome and great. But it was kind of one of those things where I was ordering a couple samples and I just needed maybe a couple more to throw in to make it worth the shipping and everything. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I just ordered a few of them and wow, we were like you were said, we were blown with, away with them. So I had to order a couple more samples to uh, fill out the vanilla tests that we're going to do or challenge and I ordered a couple more and this was one of them and it just I don't know I gotta say and as it's opening up and drying down it's getting more and more gorgeous it's a very sunny grapefruit mm-hmm. yeah love it it's for a, a heavy citrus scent it's really big like it is over here <laughs> it's with me I might I might as well be wearing it <laughs> it's it is really big so that's cool. I, I really, I want to, I don't know if they have a discovery set. And I think we yeah. have like five of them now. So I don't think we do need one. Maybe but this is a Fragrophiles episode. Yeah, this is, 
It's really nice. Uh, if anybody has any recommendations from ones that they like, we'd love to hear it. But all right, my turn. Okay. I have just sprayed Jeff his first scent. I'm getting a lot of, this seems like a, a Jane's type of scent because it smells, I'm getting a lot of saffron and I'm also getting a lot of licorice. It's like a black licorice almost, almost like a, maybe a, a wormwood or absinthe. There's also come almost like a blackberry or a black cherry kind of plum note. And there's also a little bit of mint. I don't know. There's a freshness to it all, even though saffron and all these kind of like heavy fruity. Um, it's a weird scent. I also feel like there's like a little bit of, um, I can never remember the name of the damn spice, but we use it in kind of Indian food. Greek. Yes. That kind of uh, spiciness. I can see it. It's a big gloam, isn't it? It's a little fresher than gloam and a little bit more edible, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, this could be a tea. Okay. This feels a little bit more like a tea, whereas gloam feels like a fragrance to me. It really, um, I, I do love gloam, but gloam has that kind of like, you know how vetiver has that kind of dry oiliness to it? I wouldn't eat it. This I would eat. This is by Dominique Gropion. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say that, this, it, again, it's very interesting. I'm trying to determine, like, it, it feels very warm, so the temperature, I would say, is very warm. And I would say it's very kind of orange-red. And, and who do I envision wearing this? I would say anybody. It's certainly not confined by the limits of gender. It is. For anybody. Wow, it's really quite gorgeous. There's a muskiness to it. There's like yes. a little bit of a body odor hint to it. Very underlying. It's it's not, and maybe it's like a cumin note, or maybe it's some kind of like it's not anything like civet or anything I like that. I think it's the way the saffron and suede are playing together. I guess that could be it. It it feels animalic without being in in sometimes when leather notes get uh, charged as animalic, kind of in that vein. Um, I would say this is most seasons. I wouldn't probably wear it in like the heat of summer, but light summer wear. You know, I would wear it in LA, you know, all year round. Very or, LA. Yeah. Eras it's set in. I mean, it's very now. You know, I, I wouldn't say it's classic anyway. It's not bold enough to be, it's not a very bold fragrance. It's interesting. It's, quiet. it's unique, but it's not a bold or big fragrance. This is by a fragrance brand that we love, and we've tried this scent maybe once together before, but we haven't really come back around to it. So I thought, because we were on the topic of more subtle scents, this might be a good one to check out. Yeah, this is a, this is, I will say this, it's a very cool scent. I would think if I smelled someone wearing this, I would definitely want to know what it is. And I would expect it to be someone maybe young or you know anywhere from that like late 20s to early 40s range that was doing something cool with her life whether they're like writing or you know an artist or something like that it is it's an interesting scent it's not a big bold scent it's just interesting may i read you the brand copy yes please 
a mauve-filtered witness of a Kyoto University student's starched suit. Mm. Contemplative, soft, layered, powdered, and floral elements. A delicate secret tucked behind teeth. It's a really neat fragrance. I don't know. Who is it? Regime de Fleur. Really? What is it? Himitsu. Ah. So the official Why didn't notes. I recognize that. I love that one. Official notes are Lily of the Valley, which can get a little animalic when paired with the suede, actually. It does give a little bit of a civet feel. Um, heliotrope, violet, saffron, tolu balsam, and suede. Hmm. So it does, it's, it's delicately skanky. Yeah, and bit. I would say for it having Lily of the Valley, it doesn't have the dryer sheet accord or like fabric softener accord that sometimes Lily of the Valley can have. It doesn't mm-hmm. have that. It has more of like the inner kind of that kind of like hardy yellow f- flower part of like the, the inside of the Lily of the Valley. I don't, mm. I don't know how to explain that, but oh, it's really nice. Yeah, wow, like- what a damn good scent. Yeah, it's like a nice powdery, warm violet. It's a refined scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I really like that. Yeah, I'm glad we came back around to try it again. My Next turn. one for you. I have just prayed your second scent, and I'm going to say that it's going to change a lot in this first, like, five minutes. Okay, because right now, yeah, it smells like butter cookies and NyQuil. Yes. What the fuck? I think that's in the notes. No, no, it's not in the notes. <laughs> this is so strange. It's getting like more fruity. Mm. Okay. Perhaps, perhaps like a cherry oak sort sort of direction. Um, yeah, I'm smelling some red woods, but uh, some spicy elements too. I'm curious this about is like so weird. How would you describe the tactileness of it would you say it's soft would it's you say it's sticky. hard would you sticky sticky like oh, you spilled wow. nyquil nyquil in the bottom of your medicine cabinet mm. yeah but um it's it's as heavy as that sounds it does retain a sort of lightness and transparency it's still it's starting to come over this way now yeah um the colors that are coming up are like the color of honey Mm-hmm. Maybe some deep forest greens and um, red oxide. We're going to try a little experiment here. Okay. I want you to take it away, not think about it for a few seconds, and just kind of like, so can carry on. I need a break. Yeah, take a break from it because I think it's going to change a little bit and it's going to become a little bit of a different fragrance. Can I ask, like, is this like a indie house niche? Yeah. Is this like that... Uh, that cheese girls the cheese girls no <laughs> the cheese girls the cheese girls fragrance no, saint, saint claire, claire. No, yeah, no no though it does feel like very very <laughs> herbal sorry is cheese girl offensive <laughs> no it's not offensive i hope not wow okay it's it's very herbal and medicinal is what i was trying to it say it is very medicinal right now Man, what the hell? Is there honey in this? I will tell you the note list right now. It's from 2012. Please. This is insane. Suede, immortel, rum, tobacco, incense, labdanum. Okay, that makes sense. The immortel makes sense. This is a does deep and textured perfume that 
evocatively encases the skin like soft velvet suede, a tobacco atmosphere supported by notes of rum, cystus labdanum, incense, and immortelle, the everlasting flower. Inspiration? Soft as a gentleman's leather glove. This is very sweet. Like, treacly candy sweet. So, it is difficult for me to imagine this on a man. I wore it the other day, and I loved it. And it went, you remember when I said, hey, I have an idea. I want to do leather fragrances. Like what we're doing with, yeah. with vanilla right now, I want to do leather next. And this is why. Because I enjoyed wearing it, but when I first wore it, it was so soft and medicinal, but it was soft, like plush. No, I see, the, I see that texture unfolding now. It's becoming a lot less bracing. Yeah, and then it became more suede-like. Not soft, but kind of you know it's softer and more leathery and then it became kind of like i don't even know how to explain it after that it became kind of you had that kind of dry tobacco you have a little bit of the sweetness from the rum but the leather became more pronounced and it was like a glove like a almost like a catcher's mitt <laughs> but um, See, this, it's just reading so sweet to me right now that it's i guess i'm just i'm not there with it mm -hmm. um this to me like the person who's going to wear this is somebody who's really into fragrance or maybe somebody who who isn't into fragrance at all but they tried this on and it happened to be their cinderella's glass slipper of a scent i could see some people who would be like this is just right for me because it does feel cozy it does feel there's elements that are familiar it's warm it's inviting but it's strange as fuck um and this feels like it could only be something very modern. And you said it was 2012? 2012. Okay, give me some hints about who this could be. Well, um, it is a brand that we have one fragrance of that is a fragrance that we really, really like, but it's a bit of a weirdo fragrance. Hmm. And oh, hey, is this uh, 1969? No. They would not have anything this adventurous. but um. I would say, well, I'll just tell you, it's, it's Naomi Goodser, and it's oh. Kira Velours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't lie to you about Naomi Goodser. So can you tell me the notes again? It is suede, immortel, rum, tobacco, incense, and labdanum. Fascinating. Okay, I guess I'll have to wear this. It's been, a, yeah, it was, it was. I know you've been on your Naomi Goodser kick because you and Isaac have been talking. Yes, uh, with Flower Shop Perfumes. He had the set, and he was kind of going through them, and we, he had asked me what I thought, and I told him that we really like Nui de Bakelite, and I like um, Iris Cinder. And, but that was one that I kind of went back and forth on. There's a couple that are a little too harsh for me. I can't mm -hmm. remember. I think it's, um, oh, it's the real smoky wood one. Not the iris cinder, but there's another one. It's not Corpus Equus. Maybe it's that one. I don't know. It's like too harsh okay. for me. Um, and uh, But that one was one I sprayed it on. I was like, oh, I love this. And then I went to Target and I was like, maybe this is too strong. I don't know if I'm loving this anymore. But then driving back from Target, I was like, no, I do love this. This is kind of awesome. And I'm kind of into leathers now. When you said Naomi Goodsir before the fragrance, I'm like, did he spray me fucking Ordu Surreal? Uh, I do not know. That, that's, 
That's so fruity. I don't it's like so, that it's, one at all. It's very medicinal. I haven't yeah. smelled it in a while, but I always remember it smelling very medicinal. And so when I first smelled this and I stand by this, it still does smell like butter cookies and NyQuil. No, the Nike, especially the NyQuil. Like that smells like, to me, when I, th- I was thinking Robitussin, because um, that is even harsher That's med- medicinal Before my time, honey. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can't get that anymore. Can't get your Tussin? <laughs> um, mm, yeah, it does kind of still smell like that. Okay. I want my, th- are we on? No, I'm on two. Okay. All right. Here we go. I have just sprayed Jeff his second scent. I love this already. There's kind of like the sandalwood. It's a little buttery. There's like top notes of lemon or bergamot. It's very fresh. It's very bright. Then you have this kind of, like I said, the sandalwood that's kind of creamy. There's some buttery notes. This would go well with the first scent that I sprayed for you. Yeah. Yeah, they actually share some grapefruit. And as it's wearing, it's so green too. It smells like, it smells like a little bit of uh, leaves on the ground, and you're just like sting, you know, you've slid on the ground during hide and seek or something. Got them on your jeans. It's I love that. It's a real green, woody, bright scent. Wow, I would love to wear this. Is this is the type of fragrance you have a big day ahead of you, and you have a lot to do, and you're a little groggy and a little tired. You spray this, your mood has been enhanced a thousand percent. You will get shit done wearing this fragrance. I like that. There's a little bit of like a petrol to it mm-hmm. on the in the in the back. Not too much. No one's going to be turned off by this. It's not diesel-y or anything like that. It's just adds a little grit to it. I like that. It gives it a little body. Ooh. Yeah, this is something that makes me feel alive. It really does. It complements our first sense, the first round, like the Himetsu and the... Um, the Medea or whatever from Trudam, where it's just really fresh and bright. And can I give you a hint? Yeah, please give me give me something. This came in the mail today. Oh, um, released twenty nineteen. The star ingredient is vetiver. Oh, huh, I wouldn't have guessed that. It doesn't smell is you know vetiver to me always smells a little bit scratchier, a little bit. There's sandalwood, cedar, clary sage, and musk in the base. And I feel like the musk and the sandalwood are working overtime to make this creamy and soft. Yeah, that clary sage is giving it that very green kind of breathiness to it. Yes. Oh, God. This is really, really nice. Is this a true Dawn scent? No. No. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm going to say this temperature on this is very... Springtime's very kind of like 60s, 50s, 60s. I know I keep saying green, but it feels very yellowish for some reason. I'm going to go, I'm going to wear this. You wear this to like meet important people, meet the parents, uh, a meeting with your boss, like a lunch with your boss, or hmm, there's a dignity to this scent that is very, very nice. Like it, the person that's wearing the scent knows what they're doing, male or female, no bounds there. It's very modern. It's very light and airy, but uh, full of impact. I would wear this. I think you would wear this. Definitely. Yeah, this is, again, this could be one of your like early morning. This would be an early morning scent that Absolutely. would make me. 
Yeah, this is good. This is good. Um, I'm trying to think of what we, I mean, we received uh, Labo Labo Laboratorio Fativo I'm today. I'm nodding my head. Okay, which one is it? Vetiverso. Oh. By Laboratorio Olfativo. Perfumer on this is Lucian Ferrero, okay. released 2019. Wow, this is really nice. They, they just... They do it so well. They do great And this sense. is part of the Masters collection, right? Which is their, yeah. their kind of higher end Yeah, so line. it's like 165 or something. So, so for 100 mil. So yeah. that, I think that's a pretty good price for what you're getting. Their, their fragrances are so good. Yes. Um, so the full note list is bitter orange, nutmeg, carnation, vetiver, black pepper, pink pepper, grapefruit, sandalwood, mm. cedar, clary sage, and musk. Wow, I didn't get the black pepper. And like I said, I didn't the vetiver is kind of a different take on it than I would you come to expect. I always think of you know things like uh what's our um, sycamore? Sycamore, you know, and and all the the vetivers that are similar. It's um, a smooth guy. Huh? It's a smooth guy. Yeah, it's really really nice. And again, Laboratorio Alfativo, if you're looking to get into niche fragrances, you want great quality, long-lasting, interesting fragrances for, you know, in that kind of, like, their, their main line's like 120, 130 for 100 mils. It's I mean, such a that's good. That's a really good deal. And you're getting Dominique Gropion. You're getting big So guns. many of the, the, yeah. the great perfumers. Yeah. It is, uh, it is one of our favorite yeah. brands and houses and can't recommend them enough. But moving on to big perfumers and your final. Okay. Here you go. I have just prayed your third scent. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, Jean-Claude Elena. Okay. 2002. I get his vibe on this for sure. Yeah. It's like a very like a uh, light laundry sheet floral, but out a, a, a laundry sheet tumbling in a beautiful field sprung in the spring. The fresh breeze. It's actually kind of gorge. Yeah. I will say that if we were spending five minutes talking about this fragrance, it would take me four minutes to list all the notes. There's so many listed notes. <laughs> oh, it's one of those? Yeah. Because it actually feels kind of light. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would guess some musk and cedar in the base. I'm not sure if it's, is it Lily of the Valley? If you say it's like going to take you forever to list all the ingredients, I no, surprisingly, that's not part of the uh, floral list. But you know, he lo he loves. Is there yellow mm -hmm. florals, perhaps? I will it? read you some of the highlights. Um, we have violet leaf and sick lemon, fig, peony, rose, orris, orange blossom, peach blossom. I mean, all the blossoms. White musk, cedar, vanilla, gaiac wood. And of course, aldehydes, because that's what I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. big. I definitely. I was gonna say hairspray. Yeah. Um. That's crazy. What a, a strange little eccentric scent. For all of all of what's going on here, it feels so fresh. It, and I. I don't know. I could. I could see myself being really inspired by this. I think it's an adult fragrance. Okay. I don't know. It just feels like like XXX or just like a grown up. Oh. No, like a grown-up. Yeah, okay. like, like you know, you're a, a posh person. 
going to tea parties. It smells like vintage vibes to me. Yeah, it's like, very vintage is, to me. If I was going to pluck a bottle off of my... My grandma was the type of grandma who wore fragrances. I don't think she was. Um, I think an English teacher at a boarding school is wearing that. Yeah. Yeah. And she spanks hard. Good Lord, woman. <laughs> I don't know. It's like very kind of repressed. I think we just got our school. title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is really weird. Because mm-hmm. I am getting more of those um, vintage strong bass notes, the musk. And what else did you say? It smells civety. Uh, sandalwood, incense, cedar, vanilla, guyac wood in the base. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of becoming a little untoward with all of the florals getting kind of super. I mean, it has a white musk in it. Let me smell it. Yeah, what do you think? Who is this for? Like, what, what brand commissioned this? Like, yeah, this will sell. I think you'll be surprised. I'm sure I will. Um, well, first off, what color would you say this fragrance is? Light pink, light purple, sky blue, taupe. Season? Spring. Spring, but all seasons. Like, I could also see, you know, you're, you're in the boarding school in winter like Jane Eyre. Would it be something you would own? You know, I like to be challenged. I don't like an easy ride all the time. I could see if maybe I needed to get into a certain space to complete a certain work. Okay. Why not? Well, this is Amouage. Okay. Dear woman. Okay. I'm kind of not surprised by that. And shout out to Great Ordinary on TikTok. Oh, yeah. She sent this to us. She sent this to us right before she was so kind. Sent us some uh, right samples. Right Henry. Literally, they showed up like days before. Henry was born. And this was one that I've been meaning to sample and haven't had a chance to really test it out. Uh, and you've been really wanting to explore homage. So I thought I'd throw it at you a little bit. And uh, yeah, it See, was not what is, I expected. This is the reason I want to go deep on homage. I know they run the gamut. They do. They have so many scents and they use top perfumers, obviously. And you know, we know a lot of the ambers and a lot of kind of those. The newer ones. The newer ones. Yeah. But these going back to 2002 and kind of it's very, I did not know this was a part of the line. So it's so fresh and bright and aldehydic. I mean, the aldehydes are like, bam, they are, they are there. Interesting. Yeah. I might have to put this on the tray and just wear this to see how my day goes. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what like what art you create or what errands you you run or you know it's just like it's 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 a big fragrance, but it's light too. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's, hmm. it's vintage vibes. Vintage vibes. All right. My final scent. Yeah. I have just sprayed Jeff his final scent. Getting a lot of cedar, a lot of pine a lot of kind of like tree sap amber it's i mean i'm sure there's citrus at the top because of the way it's kind of like sharp but and it's a little floral there's a little floral element in the middle which i have just basically described every fragrance ever made so 
But this cedar, wow. Uh, full disclosure, when Jane sprayed it and smelled it, she immediately said, oh, this is nice. <laughs> uh, and, and it's very true, as I responded in kind. This feels very classic, too, though. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, I mean, it feels modern, but or it fits modern in the modern realm of fragrance, but it's, I feel like this is very 80s, like late 80s kind of masculine to an extent. Yeah. There's a breezy freshness. There's some barbershop elements to this coming in right now. A little bit of this, this is starting to get very fougere. It smells a little bit like barbershop shaving foam a little bit. It reminds me a little bit of my dad. And also, I go to a barber now down the way that is also kind of a, uh, a place where hunters get their hair cut. I don't know. I mean, there's like <laughs> there's like wood paneling and like, you know, uh, you know, deer head on the wall and stuff like that. Um, but they real fish out of water. Yeah, when they uh, when they shave like the sideburns and stuff like that, they use a straight razor. They use the old old school shaving foam that people have been using since you know forever. But you sent me a picture last time you were there. They their spray bottle was a Jack Daniels yes, plastic yeah, bottle. Yeah, that is um, that, was the that was a moment. I knew I was like, mm, I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> and I saw that I saw that come out and heard the 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 the. Clippers turn on. I was like, well, okay. God, God be with me. <laughs> but, um, but that being said, the old right before they break the straight razor out and do my sideburns and whatnot, that shaving foam smells like it's in there. It's in here. And I love that. And you know I love Fougeres. It's my favorite kind of fragrance. Ooh, it's kind of minty. I don't know. The, the green kind of wood, the, the, the spruce kind of cypress cedar base mm -hmm. is winning me right here. This is, I want to wear that. Could be like a Joram. We always say Joram could every be, time. Could be a Fisher Sun, but I know it's probably not. It's a little too. It's going to surprise you. It's a little more cheery than that. This is a very kind of uplifting fragrance as well, which you've pretty much given me all uplifting fragrances tonight. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. Look at you. Um, man, I love this because it is getting more and more fougere. So I will say it's a brand we're deeply familiar with. Really? And I it was going like through our samples today and I was like, what the hell? I don't even know. What is this fragrance? I know the whole line and I don't know this. And so I Googled it. I'm Wait. like, oh yeah, this is like their new release. Or this smells a little bit like Hiram Green. No. But it, it does. does. Though. It, it does. does. You I know how he kind of, to me, a lot, yes. several of his scents have that kind of like, remind me of my dad's aftershave. It's a little Arbolé. It's a little bit of um, like Arcadia and what's the newer Shangri-La. It's a little bit of Shangri-La. For sure. Okay. The notes are Palm Tree, Immortel, Bergamot, cedar, Peru balsam, amber, and pedigree. Love it. What year? I think this year. This year? I think, or maybe last year. No, I think it's this year. It's Diptyque. Whoa. Is this mint? No. No, I was going to say it's not mint. I know mint. It's Onabati. Really? Nabati. N A B A T I. Oh, yeah. This, yeah, this was released this year. It's their 
uh, captures the essence of nature and the shores of the Mediterranean Sea, lush and botanical sense. I don't, I don't know exactly what they're going for, but they killed it. It's in that bottle with the gold label. No, so I know I, exactly what you're talking edition? about now. Yeah. No, no, it's it's their new, it's new part of that line. Okay. Like with Oria and uh, wow. Okay. I'm kind of digging this. I really was too. I do remember when this came out. It came out in like the summer or something like that. It was. It kind of suits all seasons, every mood. Yeah. Uplifting, green. This is my favorite of the night. I kind of thought it might be. This is really nice. Yay. Thumbs up. What do you think? You like it? I really like it. Would you wear it? Absolutely. I was shocked when I put it on. I'm like, why have we not been giving this attention? I guess. I feel like we've talked about it. Have we? We didn't use this in the game early on, did we? Henry was so small, I think, when this kind of came out and we just weren't spending a lot of time going through our samples. So good to come back around on this. I feel like, yeah, we've talked about this before, but I don't remember it being this good. Hmm. All right, then. Yeah. The, the winner of the game. That's it. That is. Unabody the... by Diptyque. Thank you. Well, good choices. Again, you picked such uplifting fragrances tonight. I, I, I really. My favorite might be the um, first one you sprayed me by Trudon. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. I keep smelling it because it's right here. Mm, yeah, I just smell it again. It's very nice. All right. Well, we have plenty of uh, stuff to go over in the near future. I'm looking forward to our upcoming episodes. Yeah, we're going to have a couple of sessions to study for Frager Files. Yeah, make we have... sure we give you our best, most curated thoughts. Uh, again, as usual, if anybody has anything they want to send uh, via comments or questions or ideas, you can send it to hello at fragrophilia.com. You can contact us at Fragrophilia on TikTok or Instagram. We do get quite a bit of uh, our fair share of DMs and messages now, and we love them, and we love just talking with everyone and the comments. It's been really exciting. So, uh, uh, I don't know, having a good time getting those messages. Yeah, I got some Fragrophilia DMs while we were doing this podcast. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We enjoyed it, and see you again. Bye.